That's a nice number. I like it. I like it. I like it. Are we back? Um, episode sixty-six. Wayne. What's going on? How you been? Everything good. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I'm your host Antoine Miller. Marco. Marcos, I never called you by your last name, so I gotta make sure I get it right. <laughs> That's what's up. How you doing, brother? I'm great, man. Appreciate it. Been I appreciate been, it. It's been good. A, been it's a, good to be been with my a, brothers. Been a second. Been no a doubt. second, no man. Doubt. No doubt. You've been moving around since the last time we saw you at college. We can't keep track. Yeah, man. How many different yeah. college pro- um, programs you coach with? Four. Four? Yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. I uh, had a good run. It was fun. Yeah, we yeah. we, we gonna get into it, man. Yeah, it was fun. That former, uh, we're going to get into this a bit because I, I think that's a very interesting <laughs> former Leap Academy coach. Um, we'll, we'll get into that. Like I said, well affiliated through the basketball landscape and all avenues. And most importantly, never seen a shot he didn't like. I, I think this starting to become a consecutive theme, right? It yeah. seemed like everybody be having on. It's just like, yeah. Dr. Wayne, you know. Like Wayne just, shoot that thing, that's too. That's what I'm saying, yeah. you know, like. Never seen a shot they ain't like. <laughs> Definitely shoot first guys yeah. um, when playing yeah. with them. I ain't play no defense. <laughs> <laughs> play no defense. Nah, I'm getting a shot. <laughs> but um, nah, cause I, I wanna um, I wanna jump around a bit with you, uh, cause again, you you well versed in the basketball landscape. So um, I would love to hear your opinion on a, a lot of things going on in 2022. You know, it's moving so fast. Yeah. Um, so definitely like talking to people that understand it and that's well affiliated in it. Um. So first, um, I want to start from the coaching landscape, right? Because, again, you coached at four universities, right? And um, I see a lot of coaches that still take the, in my opinion, the traditional route, quote-unquote, which means uh, it's, it's who you know and you, you make sure you get in to fit in and you take that long road and you just shut your mouth, keep your head down, and just work. That shit don't work. Go. Because by the time, <laughs> you can't. You'll be broke. Go. You'll be broke. You won't have no money. It gets to a point where the numbers just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I get it, right? At, at, at some point when you're young and, you know, you're just trying to grind through, you know, uh, you know, being in the business or trying to build a career in the business, you don't, you know, you don't realize you're living off, like, no money. You just finished college. And then as you stay in the business, like you said, and grind through it, by the time you're 30 years old, you're likely in a... A committed relationship, you might have kids, you have responsibilities and families, and then the, the dream is over because you can't take a $28,000, you know, assistant job at a D2 and start your career and, like you said, grind through it. So you either have to be, like, super aggressive and just get in and kind of like what I did at Leap was just like, look, I'm going to beat the dog shit out of people. And uh, I'm cool with the negative publicity. I'm cool with people saying I'm recruited because I was. I, damn right I was fucking recruited. I wanted to win. You know what I mean? I wanted to, this shit wasn't, I wasn't trying to do that shit for 10 years. And I was, I was trying to be here two, three years and trying to get to college. So I, how are you going to do that? You want me to be competitive with, you know what I mean? I had, I, had to, I had a short window to make enough bullshit money for me to be able to stay in the business long enough. Because not, I was just going to go to law school. And I was just going to get into corporate America and be done. Now I can't coach college basketball. This shit is, I can't. Like, unless they're going to pay me, you know, a shit ton of money. I can't take no bullshit job. You know what I mean? I can't take a job in the middle of nowhere. I'm not going to go. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to. No, no disrespect to some of those jobs. I'm just not. I'm not going to move from New York City or Philly to wherever. I'm just not. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that now. You know what I mean? So that's the thing about it is either 
how aggressive are you going to be in it right away and make a name for yourself and build off of that right away. Like, you got to turn it right away. Or, you know, you're going to get stuck in the mud at some point and then, you know, you're in it now. Now you're in it. Now you're in it. Now you're really in it. And then the first job you get, you got to be Shaheen Holloway at Seton Hall. Then it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm making 180, 190. That's a, that's a decent living. But to go, you know, make 38, 50, 40, and leave your family, and now you got a, a fa- now you, you know, your wife, she works, or, you know, your significant other, she worked. Now, what are we going to do? We're going to both leave our jobs to go do this. Your career is over. You flamed out. You know what I mean? So it's either you got to choose, you know, that's that's a long, long road with a lot of bumps in it and a lot of, you know what I mean, a lot of things that can happen. You know what I mean? You get lucky, you're in the right spot. Yeah, absolutely. You can turn it and right. get right. to college, maybe. You right. know what I mean? But I look at guys, like how many guys made a successful jump from high school coach to successful college coach from New Jersey? Go. Danny Hurley. Danny Hurley. Give me another one. Can't. Kevin Boyle should have done it. He Kevin didn't do Boyle, it. He could have. Should have done it, but, but he didn't do yeah. it. Name another guy. Name another guy. In the last, whatever. So you know, like, so you, it's nah, not. It's nobody. It's not possible. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Either you have to go quick and get in it, or you got to be okay with kind of being like you're in a basketball family. You played at Duke, or you played at Villanova, or you played at Kansas, or you're in that coaching fraternity or family, and then you go from you know graduate assistant to video coordinator to director of basketball operations to third assistant to second assistant to associate head coach to head coach. Like, bro, you put in 13, 14 years of going to get somebody's you know dry cleaning, and like you got the bagels today. So I got like, nah, questions. I can't do so it. I got two questions. <laughs> Saying all that, did you know that getting into the game, one, and two, why did you get into the game knowing that it's so many layers to this, that it's like, it's almost like making it as a player to the league? You know what, like, I, uh, it's, uh, it's not as, not as hard as people make it look it out to be, man, just get some players and, you know, Make sure that they, you know, they're well conditioned. They they play hard. You, they got to play your style of play. And, but how you know, do you do? How do you just go get some players and make them buy into Mark, Coach Marco? How do you do that? That's that's a lot of that's a that's your personality. I mean, you got to, And them kids got they they know you know you know somebody full of shit, right? At okay. some point, somebody coaching you. We had a lot of full of shit coaches. Me and Antoine, both all three of us had some mm-hmm. some full of shit coaches. You know what I mean? We know what coaches some good coaches. Somebody that like I'm still friends with. And I'm, they're like my brothers. All those league guys, they're like my little brothers. All of them, every single one of them. You know what I mean? Dylan, unfortunately, just passed away. Mr. You know? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, that everybody was there. The entire team was there. His teammates were there. His former coaches were there. So people know if you care, people can see through that shit. And you have to really put your, you know, your stamp on, you know, what you're going to do, have passion in it. And uh, you got to have relationships. And you got to have built-in relationships where people will help you. Like, if he got a job mm-hmm. and he really, you know, and, and he wanted to coach, you got to support your friends and you got to support your people. The people that helped me, that sent me players, are the people that allowed me to have a career in college. It wasn't, like, if Sam Rines doesn't let me coach Terrence Roderick and Chris Rivers doesn't let me coach Reebok All-American Camp and... You know, Sonny doesn't let me get a scouting pass for ABCD camp, mm-hmm. and I'm not bumping into Demarcus Cousins and LeBron and all these guys. You, I saw who was at these games when I, you know, when I was. You saw what mm-hmm. pros and celebrities mm-hmm. was at our games and who was coming to watch us play. Ain't nobody was doing those shit like that back then. Mm-hmm. We didn't have no 
YouTube, no social <laughs> media, no nothing. And you see, mm-hmm. y'all saw who was at our practices and the guys that were there working out. KD, you know, I mean, you saw who came to you know open gym and all that back in the day. It was it, that's what you got to do. You got to be able to bump. And I didn't have nothing. There was no wait, wait, because I mean, you're talking about it. And for people that don't un, that don't know, um, let 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 just put it out there so you can elaborate on what you're saying. So, I mean, how long was you there? Three, three, three years. years. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the year, Joe? What, what 04, was the year? 04, 04, 04, 07. Yeah, yeah, right after yeah. we graduated. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, Leap, Leap, Leap Academy is a small, very small school in Camden, New Jersey. Anybody that knows Camden, New Jersey, Camden, New Jersey is all about Camden High basketball. So, you probably wouldn't know who Leap Academy was until this man came in 2004 to 2007 or 2005, 2008, right? And, I mean, it was like, a, like how these new artists drop. And they just take the world literally by storm. This is what he did at Leap Academy. And we was all in awe. Like, we couldn't even comprehend what was happening. It happened so fast. He, he won big. He won flashy. He won cocky. He, he It was it was just... It uh, just if we had social media, that would have been amazing. It was 50 Cent. Uh, <laughs> the first 50 Cent album. Like, no one was ready for this title wave. Right? So, um, you you keep elaborating, but my question to you is how how did you do it at, at, at a? Yeah, it was crazy. How did you do it? I don't know. How I got lucky. A lot of the shit was luck. It was crazy because it was like I was. I mean, I'm hanging out with like AI and Sam Dallenbear, Sam Clancy. I'm driving around in his car. Next thing you know, they're like, Coach. Um, who was? It? I think it was Jeff Dean, AD at uh, at Rutgers. He was like, yo, like listen. They're about to open up this school. You want to go coach there? Because you know you got, like, I had, like, my third knee surgery. I was dead. I was, yeah, couldn't run. I couldn't yeah. move. He's like, you want to go over there and coach, and they'll pay for your master's degree. I'm like, all right, you know, I try this shit out. You know what I mean? And then, but I was then I was still <laughs> friends with all these guys. I was working out with all these guys. I, I didn't even know, you know, if I was really going to do it. I was like, all right, yeah. I'll try this shit out. Why not? I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. See how it is. Next thing I know, you know, it, I had like six, six nine, then six eight, <laughs> then seven foot, and then six ten, and then it was just like, all right, let's get it on. Because the first year, all I had was uh, man, all I had was Will Mace, Sedell Jones. Sedell ended up playing college basketball. Will ended up playing college basketball. That, that's the year when I was at Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. Sedell, dark skin. Yeah, shoot like this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my year. Yeah, he went to so, Georgia Southern. He we we had we had some dudes. That's my year. Got what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So then we had, uh, then I had uh, Nate Craig and Mike Craig, those two kids from the high. They came over. Nate Craig was, Nate Craig was unbelievable. Six eight can do it all. Um, you know, there was only two kids that we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. But there was two kids that I really wish I would have, you know, I could have really just honed in on and really, really got a hold of, and they would have really gotten a lot out of it. Which one? One was Dylan Talley, you know, who went to Nebraska and played in the Big Ten, and then Nate Craig, and I just. I wanted them to stay. And, Two candy kids. Yeah. I wanted them to stay. I really was trying to really, and I just, I lost both of them. I lost one, Dylan. You know, he unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, not with us anymore. And then Nate, unfortunately, you know, got into some stuff, got into some street stuff. And he's doing great now. So, you know, I'm proud of him. But, you know, I, those are the two guys that I really wish I would have had a handle on. But Dylan was there. He was in the eighth grade. He used to come work out with us. And then I had Sedell, Will, Nate Craig, Mike Craig, and then Elvin Parada. And Nate Craig, Mike Craig, Will Mace, and 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 Sedell, I don't think were eligible to the thirty day mark. Mm-hmm. And we took, we got our heads smashed 
those first like seven, eight games. And I was just like, it's all right. Wait till I get these dudes. And I was just like, I had four dudes on the bench, and I'm like, it's fine. So remember back in the day, you had to sit those 30 days. I'm like, it's fine. But we won like 13 straight after that. Mm. And then they said, first year program in the NJSAAA, you're not eligible for the state tournament. I'm like, no problem. Ooh. Yeah. No problem. It was the first year in the States. First year ever having a team. No problem. No real problem. I already knew what I had. What I, you know, there was other guys that I wanted to come play. Mm. And uh, that final year, it was crazy. Because we played St. Anthony's, St. Benedict's, St. Pat's, Oak Hill. I mean, it, we had a night off. We played Bishop Eustis. We beat Bishop Eustis by 30. We played, we didn't, we, we didn't lose to nobody in South Jersey, nobody. It was a nobody in South Jersey that would play us, and if they did, they, they, we beat the dog shit out of those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, it was bad. Mm-hmm. The only team that I think would have gave us a hard time in, in South Jersey at the time was Haddonfield with Zubek and the other kid, but they wouldn't play us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just wouldn't play us. Camden High wouldn't play us. They wouldn't play us. They, so that, mm-hmm. that year, I ended up, we ended up having Lance went. Division one, we had eight or nine Division one and Division two guys on the same high school basketball team inside Jersey. It was crazy. Our warm up was crazy. They would say, "If you dunk, you get a tech." I took a tech every game. I took this year. She said, "Flashy." I was an idiot. I was young and stupid. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just like, "All right, well." I, I took a tech every game. Yo, I had to sit down every game. Because we started the game out with a tech. Because I was like, how many techs do you give me? Give you one. Right. No problem. Right. We start out two down, two nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Our warm-up was crazy. Our, um, our, it was crazy. People used to come and watch the warm-up because it was crazy. Chauncey was throwing it between the legs, jumping from the dotted line, windmilling on people. It, we played our Sabre New American. They had, I don't know, seven Division one players, they had seven foot four, seven foot two, seven foot one, six ten. It was crazy. We played. I mean, it was crazy. We played. the The competition that we played was ridiculous. We ended up. I mean, our, we ended up beating Bordentown in the state semifinals by thirty, running off the court. You know, I mean, it was it was it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. What? Well, first of all, if you think about that, that's genius marketing. If you think about it now, you could call yourself a young crazy kid, but it was all right. If I got, I got to lose two points and wear the show. Oh, like, it's crazy! I, come on, let's 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 go. It was crazy. Um, but so, because I, I I swear I'll never forget this article that I read in the Courier Post like seven years ago, and they were saying, um, uh, essentially, unless you got a Dewan Wagner, it's no possible way a public school will ever win the TOC again. Oh no, no. We so I'm looking right. at you, and I'm, I'm, you know, thinking about questions or whatever like that, and it, it, it dawned on me. Um, I would love to hear your input and Wayne's input, just in general. Um, do you? Uh, because uh, obviously you know the TOC is gone mm-hmm. now, right? Um, what I what I didn't know is it was an overwhelming vote to get rid of it. Yeah. All the ads. Um, think about it. How many? How many? People, right? How many ads and school administrators really want the pressure of having a successful athletic program? I, I never thought of that. Um, I, no, no. You can't be not, successful not many. unless the administration wants you to be successful. So the TOC is for all sports. Like all the sports TOC, TOC, all schools. Oh, oh, no, no, TLC is just boys basketball and no, girls no, basketball. Right, 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 yeah. and just basketball, though. Just basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. for boys and girls basketball. But what if you go to a football powerhouse? Football is different. 
That's not how it goes. Football, they play their non-conference schedule. They're getting there. Football's getting there. Football is getting I'm saying there. to actually answer your question, you say how many ADs want that pressure. Like, they don't. What if you like they to Joe Wilson AD? No, they don't. They you don't. know football is his powerhouse. ADs don't want it. Right. But no. th- think about how much time and effort and money they got to put into that now. To go get that TLC every year. Well, to, to, be, to have a competitive athletic program and you're an administrator, they, you know, that comes with a lot of pressure. So every year you don't make the TLC, you get looked down upon as an AD. No. Ah. Like, for example... If I'm the AD at Roselle Catholic, mm-hmm. I know that having a competitive basketball program has fan support, has student body support, has alumni support, mm-hmm. has enrollment support, Let's just say donations. Let's take Canada High. Let's take Canada High. I mean, they've done it. They've invested in their athletic program. They, they have a Nike Elite program. They mm-hmm. have a Nike Elite sponsorship. They mm-hmm. have a former NBA player as their coach. They, they train those guys. They, they do a really good job of investing in their sports program. But Camden has always done that. Woodrow Wilson has always done that. And they've done it the right way, like demographic fits, right? Woodrow Wilson had the field and all that over there, right next to the school. They've always invested in football, right? That's been their thing. And Camden High goes, they goes in waves, right? And Camden High has always invested in basketball, mm-hmm. right? They got, you know, every four or five years they got a hoop, right? That's just, you know it. And... That's something that has strategically been done because it allows kids, a lot of kids keep them off the streets. Say what you want. Sure. You know, 90% of guys that go to Camden High either like basketball, want to see their basketball team win. Like, you can see by their alumni support. Be a part of just the brotherhood. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know what I mean? Like you can see how many guys are on their team. You can see how many youngsters are at their games. Like, you can tell that Camden High it's is rich in tradition. Yeah. So, we're going back. Do you have to be this Camden High team or that Leap Academy team do it? Or can you be a traditional Hell school? no. It ain't going to work. So you in agreement with the guys no. that voted? Then? No. Sometimes you get a Camden High that'll go and beat that. They, they were one shot away from winning a, a TOC. So that's not realistic. That's That game could have went either way. Those are kids making adult decisions, man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, you come down with the rebound. Sometimes it's not good to shoot. Sometimes you get fouled and the game's over. But those, what just a, happened? What, what, we talk, what, what are, happened? What do you mean? The last game? Yeah. Well, he, he meant it, it could have went either way. I mean, yeah, it could have went either way. Anyone could have won that game. So Camden that. High could have been a TOC champion in the last year of TOC. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's I don't think that can, that point could be made because there's a lot of schools that have the ability, you know, to like your school for example. You can, you know, if if you really get it going right, and right, people right. support you right. and people want to see you do well right. and. Like you're, you know, you're one of my former teammates. Like if I have a, a son in the area, right, right, right. I'm gonna want him to be coached by you. You've right. already built up that relate, you know, those relationships, right. and you know you're still training guys. You're doing the AAU program, right. so you you're gonna build up a wave of relationships right. that'll end up, you know, allowing you to be successful as a right. high school coach. Right. But if you know, I, I can see why a lot of ads don't want that because look, their championship ends with their group. Their championship ends with schools like them. So it is a non-competitive cop-out. It is. It is, though. But that's why I'm asking. I don't want to get, you know, if I'm the AD at, you know, wherever school, I'm not, I don't want to play against them dudes in the, in the, you know, in the first round of the TOC. Let you me just have my try. I, I'm just saying if I'm them, yeah, 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 if I'm yeah. them, no, no, I, I wouldn't, I would not want to get beat by 40. No. I wouldn't because that's a different level. Now, what I do think they should allow them kids to do is play a open schedule. I think they should play whoever they want then because then you can't limit those opportunities on the other side too. So if you're going to say, all right, 
It's an unfair advantage. Fine. Let me have my schedule then. Let me just play a national schedule then, and I only got to play eight games in state. Why are you going to limit the amount of games that I have to play in state and then not give me a true state championship? It's not a true state championship. It's not a true state championship. See what I'm saying? So, But then you're going to limit the amount of games that I play in state. So, well, let me play. All right, well, then let me go compete for a national championship. And I think that's one of the points that were to be made was they would allow the New Jersey, the top-level schools, to play in the Dick's you know, national championship because right now they're not allowed to based on when it ends. So I don't know if you know that or not. No. It's a complete disadvantage. No. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Our NJSIAA championship does not allow the winner of the New Jersey State Championship to play in the Dick's national championship. Absolutely not. That's why only St. Benedict's always ever makes it. So that's probably one of the reasons why they take it to the season off. I, I mean, maybe I pray. I mean, maybe that maybe. Can't hide, but I don't think. Do it next year. I don't think. Yeah, they should. I don't think they see. I don't think. I don't think they have enough foresight. I like that. I like that. But I don't think. I don't think it's they up. did it. That's the thing. But I think that. You heard sh- that right? Yeah, I do think that they'll they'll compete for a national. Not championship. compete win. Yeah, I think I think they they will compete for a national championship next year. I don't know. I don't know who's. I don't. Man, I don't make you know. I know you're a Camden High. Y'all. Win, I understand, man. They got to. That's that's they that's, that's that Camden High tradition right there. They don't they don't mess man, around, listen, man. Listen, man, through and through, bro. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh, you said push-ups, right? Listen. Why? What, you talking about the game? Oh, you bet on the game? Yeah, fifty push-ups. Hey. So yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that 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 second year at league team was uh was definitely. I would have loved to have seen us playing right now. Damn, man, Will lost all my the, the DVDs to the games. He killed Tell me, me, man. Tell me about it, man. It's one of my my son's mom threw my damn VCR tape out the damn. No. Oh yeah, that's, Rutgers that's Cannon versus Rutgers Newark, man. Yeah. At Rutgers Newark or Rutgers no, Camden? At, at Camden. She man. just did that, like within the last two years. Oh, oh no, man. you can probably still get that though. What's name got it? I bet you. He tried. Oh, you, oh, you oh. couldn't get this film? Oh, no, I didn't get it from somebody else. Yeah. I mean, I bet you can still uh, get it. You tried to like, well, go yeah. out there. And... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take it to a VCR place, but I got it. It's oh, like, you tried to salvage it? Yeah, I mean, I got it. He went out and got it, bro. That's trying to like. We need that. That's what's So when you was so. When you was there, you started mapping out. Wait, I can leverage this to college oh, ranks yeah. and possibly yeah. further and further. I took um, I took the assistant job at UC Riverside the second year, and then they started messing with me with recruitment and talking about oh he recruitment. Oh wait wait wait, talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about that. Real oh quick. they um how'd that go? We went. <laughs> uh, they they told me that I was recruiting for athletic advantage, and I was like yeah. They were like what? I was like, yes, like, what do you mean? I'm the basketball coach. Like, we, we had, like, it was a small school. We had a bunch of open enrollment. And, you know, at that schools, you know, you had to enroll students. So I said, well, I'm the basketball coach. Like, I'm going to run a I'm gonna run a basketball program. Kids are going to come. Mm-hmm. Like, we played a national schedule. We had sponsorship. We had, we, we, our, our open gyms in the summertime were ridiculous. It mm-hmm. was crazy who was in the gym playing pickup with the see? guys. Uh, UC Riverside, UC. In Riverside, California. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was gone. I took the job, and David Spencer offered me the job. I took the job, and the kids were like crying, like, "Nah, you can't leave. You can't leave." And I was like, "Ah, oh. you brought them there." You... Yeah. So I was like, "They're like, you can't leave." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I didn't go, only because they were messing with me with the recruiting shit. I was like, "All right, nah, I'm a, now I'm now I'm gonna stay," mm-hmm. because we fought it. That that rule talk about because we won that sectional championship and then the state championship at the. Uh, against Bordentown, and then we played um, Bloomfield Tech with Kasim Drummond from Villanova and Deshaun Butler from West Virginia and Ra Ra that played at Central Connecticut State, another guy that played 
we lost to them in the state championship. They were, I mean, that was that team was like the highest rated team in the state of New Jersey at the time. They were higher than St. Pat's because they lost to St. Pat's with Corey Fisher and Jeff Robinson in the TOC championship that year. In any case, took the job. They were like, oh, you're recruiting. You know, you're going to be banned from the state tournament next year. So we fought it. We lawyers and everything, we fought it all the way through that following year because they were like, wait, time out. We're a choice school. We, we have to recruit, right? We have to have a competitive, you know, language program. We have to have a competitive advantage for everything. So we build a, you know, a medical clinic at Leap Academy where if a kid is sick, you don't keep them home. Like you bring them in, you let them be seen by the doctor. They get medication. They get their work from their teachers and then they go home, right? They, that, that makes sense, right? Like that makes sense for as a community-based school for you to serve the community, right? But that also allows the school to have an advantage when enrollment comes because they have things built in to allow a constant flow of enrollment. That's what charter schools do. They give a choice to minority families about what they what can be allowed under this amount of money that they get for funding from the state. Mm -hmm. I did that with an athletic program. They didn't like it. I went into the meeting. They were like, you're recruiting. I said, yes. Right. I was. They were, I was like, absolutely. I have, What do you mean? Yes, I'm the basketball coach. We don't mean to recruit swimmers. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to recruit basketball players. They're like, well, you can't do that. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. What's the rule you broke? Just can't recruit. Can't recruit. But that's unre it's, it's not realistic to think that I am. And that's why when we went in, the the under the, the the what I was trying to convey to them was y'all put us in the wrong classification. I didn't tell y'all to put us in public B or group one. I didn't tell go put us. We didn't play group one schools. We didn't play any group. Who did we play? St. Pat's, St. Benedict's, Bishop Eustis, Camden, Woodrow. Wilson. We didn't play anybody that was group. We didn't play. Uh, um, uh, Gloucester High. We didn't play Pittman. We I wouldn't even call to schedule them because it's not fair to my kids. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't even be able to play my starters for the after. And when we got into the playoffs, I couldn't play my starters more than like two quarters. Play the Group One schools. I'm playoffs. not doing that to them kids. I wasn't yeah. gonna beat nobody's son by no 50, 60 points. Yeah, yeah. Like it's enough, man. Like you know yeah. what I mean. Like be respectful. Yeah. Respect your <laughs> opponent. You know, what I, mean? I only got a couple of people like that. Cherry Hill East tried to with John Valori. Okay. They uh they smacked me the first year. Mm. I said that shit'll never happen again. I ain't having I ain't having any dudes. You wouldn't play me. Mm. Oh, that shit'll never happen again. Now I got you know I got an ego too, right? So you're gonna beat me like that. All right. <laughs> Wait till I get these motherfuckers ready. Play me now. Let's play because I didn't have a full deck. I'm playing with a half a deck, and you out there shooting all these damn threes and shit. All right, no problem. Play me again, old head. Now you wouldn't play me. I'm like. That's the, and then I think he was the guy that complained and said, oh, he was, you know, he's recruiting, blah, 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 it's you know. Jersey, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't care about that. I was like, y'all have this shit. This shit was too easy. I'm done. I came in here just, and I'm out. Yeah, got it. Y'all can have it back. I only borrowed it for a minute. I wasn't staying for long. Years, <laughs> yeah, I was done. I was, I was going to leave after the second year. I was going to leave after the second year. I was going. Yeah. I was going out west. Yeah. I was going to UC Riverside. And then the kids, and then they did that to me. I was like, I'm going to come back one more year. And then I stayed there that following year. We ended up having, like, four or five Division One players that next year. Mm -hmm. and, then it, and then it was like, all right, then I'm going to leave. Then I went to you. I actually went to, I was going to go to Indiana because Mike Davis was the head coach at Indiana. And I was going to Indiana with him Who and Donnie Marsh. They had Only Robert Vaden. Nah, that nah, was before him, before him. They had Robert Vaden. They had a kid, uh, I think it was Tariqo White or something, mm -hmm. something White. DJ, well, I don't know, one of them, last name White, he was tough. DJ White? Was it, a big, was it DJ White? It was DJ, DJ White. Yeah. No, no, that was, uh, that was uh, 
something uh, Ross, whatever. But anyway, Royce. I was going there. Royce, yeah. Um, I was going there with him, and then he got fired. Right. And I'm like, because Terrence Roderick, the kid that Sam Ryan's let me coach with his AU team, he was going to go to Indiana. And I was like, all right, it was between Indiana and Florida State. And it was Coach Leonard Hamilton. It was Coach Leonard Hamilton's first year there. That's funny because now he, my son's going to play for Leonard Hamilton. That's how crazy this basketball is. That's why it's always good to be good to people. Because right. it was between no, Florida State sure. and Indiana. And Terrence was like, Marcos, you going to Indiana? I said, yeah, I'm going to Indiana. He's like, well, I'm going with you. And I was like, all right, we out. We're going to Indiana. I called Coach. the Coach, we're going to Indiana. So Yo. he gets fired. And Donnie Marsh called me and was like, we're going to UAB. I'm like, what? Where's UAB? I'm like, I thought it was a free-for-all now, so I'm, I'm cool. I'm going to take another coaching job. T-Rod, you got to go to Florida State. That's mm -hmm. it. He calls me, like, we're going to UAB. I'm like, what? UAB? He's like, Birmingham, Alabama. I said, Coach, I'm from, I'm from <laughs> Alexandria, Egypt. Coach, can I go to Birmingham, Alabama? Like, am I cool in Birmingham, Alabama? Like, can I go to Birmingham? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's not like that. I was like, oh, man. I went down there, and I ain't uh, yeah. Birmingham, Alabama, brother. Birmingham, yeah, Alabama. Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. That's what I was saying, like. I was, I was too, I was spoiled, man. I was spoiled. I was wearing fur coats at the, at the college. I was going, I remember I was wearing oh, fur man. coats to the basketball games. I was tripping. And then I was talking about when I was in college, I was doing <laughs> yeah. that crazy shit. And then um, I was there for a year. And then I got out of there, went to Rice in Houston. Houston was dope. The Houston was dope. I liked Houston. Houston's a nice city. That's uh, under probably the most. Have you been to Houston? Nope. You've been no, to Houston? No, no. It's probably the most. It's not really a good place to visit. It's a good place to live. Yeah. Like the weather's good all the time. I mean, everybody's moving to Austin. Austin is dope, so, super I, I dope. mean, like, everybody's migrating yeah. to Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin's super dope. But Houston was dope. And um, Rice, we uh, when I got there, they were terrible, like, awful. They were, like, last in the league. First year there, they were, like, we didn't have time to recruit, so we won, like, You did that year games. they had that, um, the leading scorer of the, uh, the college, remember? No, he wasn't at Rice. He wasn't at Rice. One year. They had him, they had him. Oh, then Mars Almond. I got there right after him. Marcus Almond. Mars Almond. Yeah, I got there right after him. No, um. He led the motherfucking uh, NCAA yeah. in scoring, yo. Yeah. 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 That's, That's a hell of a stat. Yeah, we were terrible when I got there. And then by the end, we had uh, we had Kazemi, that guy that was with the Sixers. We had Arabi, Omar Arabi, that was with the Lakers and the Rockets. We had Dylan Ennis. Who had scored forty against North Carolina in the national championship game at Oregon, and it was at Villanova when they went to the national championship game, and then the lead eight the mm -hmm. final year, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I had uh, Darrell Reichel, that was like player of the year in the whatever league that was. That and then he was at Rhode Island. Uh, Julian Debose was second team all league. Uh, Tamir Jackson mm -hmm. ended up being one of the best players at Rice history. We ended up sweeping Houston. We ended up beating Memphis for the first time in school history. We ended up beating Texas A&M at Texas A&M. Rice ain't never beat no Texas a not until like the 50s or some shit. Right. You know what I mean? Rice beat Texas A&M. We beat Texas A&M at Texas A&M. It was crazy. Sold out. Yeah, Michael Jordan. They paid us. No, that was uh, UCF. We beat UCF when they had Michael Jordan's son. They had uh, Marcus Jordan beat them. But uh, yeah, we were loaded. We had, I, had, I, had, I had some dudes there, too. Um, around the block, man. I'm yeah. just like that. That's that's an amazing. Like, even I mean, you, you young. Like, even that's that's a, you you you've been a lot, bro. That that's that's an amazing. Yeah, ride, man. Rice bro. was dope, man. That's, I appreciate it, man. That's an amazing. You ride, do it over bro. again? Would you do it? Hell yeah. But same thing. Yeah, yeah I never left Rice though. 
I've been right there. I'd have chilled. Yeah, that was a good job. I love that job. That was a great place. Rice is a great place, man. Great people, great place. Um, I was just, just, I was too aggressive. You know what I mean? I was, I, I really, I was too aggressive as a high school coach. I think I rubbed people out the wrong way, but I was competitive. I don't, I think, I wasn't doing it like from a. You think you think you're too aggressive? What? <laughs> if you played good against me, I'll come up to you after the game like, nephew, you need to come play for us. That's what it was. I if mean, you played good against us, game, man. man, the kids would go up to hey, them. The kids hey, would go up to But you know what's crazy? The kids that came to leap, none of them kids, like Earl Knight was not playing at, the, at Haddonfield. He comes to me, he's a Division One player. Nate Cooper, they put him on JV as a six foot nine junior. And he came to me one year, he's at Howard University. Chauncey Gilliam right. wasn't really playing where he was at. He comes to me, he's at Akron. Lance James... Comes to me, didn't really have nothing. Comes to me, mid-major, high-major, Division One player. Will right. Mace didn't have nothing where he was at. He comes to me, he's a college basketball player. Sadell Jones didn't have, these guys didn't have nothing. So, it was like, was I recruiting? I was recruiting, but I was also giving kids an opportunity based on how I thought that I could get them to play to go to college. So, it's not like I was recruiting them and it was a selfish thing where I'm like, yo, yeah. come play for me, let me use you up. And all them kids got whatever they get it. Like, whatever I got out of this basketball business, they got they, – they, see, that's the thing. I don't think people really look at this thing like a shared win. In my culture, it's only a win is if we both win. If in business, if one party walks away from a deal and doesn't feel like they won, in, in my culture, that's haram. That's not supposed to be like that. And if it's not a collective win, it ain't a win. If – and that's how it is. That's why a lot of times you see people in the Arabic culture, we do a lot of business together. Because if it's not a good deal for both people, it ain't a good deal. If you walk away and you feel like I cheated you or I slighted you in any way, then I'm, that deal won't go well for me in another way. Something will happen later on down the line and it won't go well for me. And, uh, you know, I don't think people really go into that when they go into these relationships together. I, th I don't think they really want sometimes to see the other kid, the other person win as much as they win. And, I, and I, here's, like, i give you an example. A lot of coaches win. But where do the kids go? Like, what happens? Is that a win for real? Is who, who benefits? Is it a benefit for the coach? Is it a benefit for the school? And is it a benefit for the kid? If, if all three entities are not benefiting from that relationship and that transactional relationship... You, you didn't bro. win. This is a transaction, bro. Oh, absolutely. Everything's a transaction. You are, you are a commodity to me. I'm a commodity to you. We have to be able to help each other. The sum of those parts has to be a positive. If the sum of our parts together is not a positive, if together, if there's a negative in any of that equation, it will not be a positive. You understand? If two things are negative and there's a positive, depending on where that negative is, you will not be successful. And if there's not a shared vision, we're in a shared win from every, all parties... You're not going to be successful. And going back, bro, I don't think it was over. Because, again, people of color, bro, we have to be that. And I'm going to say confident. I really, because everybody want to use ego. They want to go straight to ego. But it's like, nah, it's, 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 you're extremely confident in what you're doing. Like, but even with the ego side, we need that, bro. Like, I, I don't know what people, like, you. Yeah. I don't feel you can be successful without ego. I, I, you gotta be twice as good. You gotta be twice you gotta, as. You, got, you, you can't. Know, you it's not. Twice this as smart, isn't you fair, bro. Twice as lucky. No, it's not fair. So it's not fair. What? What else do I got? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already from the slums. Like I don't. I, I didn't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. 
what, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got no money. I don't got no. I, that's all I got is ego yeah. and no, confidence. No doubt. Yes. So for yeah. you to say that about me or somebody say that about you, bro, you kick rocks. Yeah, I know. I, no, I never apologized for it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I had a. I mean, you've never y'all known me for mm-hmm. you know, 15, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years. I, I've never, you know, I've never apologized for mm-hmm. anything. I've never done anything. I don't think any man can say. I slighted him or any way mm-hmm. or not like that. I didn't step on nobody's neck to make mm-hmm. it. Ain't nobody. I ain't fouled take, me before. And oh yeah, fouled. I didn't give you no foul. Yeah, I'm from New York. You know what I mean? We got to do that. That's what it is. You know what I mean? You my man. You from you know you from mm-hmm. Runaway. You know you took me a couple spots to get some food. I remember. You know I'm like where are you from here, man? Take me around. He said like, you really want to be around Canada? Yeah, man. I got. Did I tell you the first story about <laughs> me playing pickup in Camden? I almost got killed. No. I went. Yo, I came down here and. Um, we, I moved in in the summer, you know, like the EOF, you know, like the, the bullshit in the summer when there's nobody on campus. Yeah, and, uh, I get on campus, there's nothing. It was a, it was you know, desolate back in the day. It was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. Nothing Remember there. Summer, summertime. Nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. desolate. There was no, yeah. no students, no nothing. So I got my ball, and I go to the security desk, and I'm like, hey, man, where is the basketball court? He's like, oh, no problem, man. Go out here and make a left. <laughs> make a left at the dorms. You know where you make a left. You know where you're going, right? Past the gym. You know where you're going, right? He's like, then, you know, go underneath the bridge. Make your first right to the basketball court right there. I'm like, all right, I don't know nothing. I'm from Brooklyn. I don't know nothing about no, uh, you know, Jersey City, Brooklyn. I don't, you know, I don't know nothing about no Camden. Get my ball. I'm driving down the north, driving down the street, go to the basketball court. I'm talking shit to them people. Next thing you know, somebody goes to the trunk. Wop. Saves my life. That's how me and Wop are like this. Wop. Whoa, 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 chill, chill, chill. Man, he's at Rutgers, man. Chill the fuck out, man. Like... Yeah, they went. They went. They were going to the trunk on my big ass man. Cause they weren't going to fight me. You know, they were like, you know, small, you know, Hispanic dudes from that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Which my all north. North, yeah. yeah. That chip. They know that court with the metal right backboards the right there. If the you hill. go right past the the, the liquor store yeah, right there, yeah. you make a right. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. That was that was going to be the end. Coach Kevin Wall used to run the. Uh, he used to run his. Uh Summer League. Summer League. Summer League right there. And they had the little elementary school. Right. If it rained, they would go in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, Out of all places, that's where you went to That's where ball. I went to go I play ball. I thought you go to Washington. You feel me? That's where I ended up. That's how I ended up yeah, meeting yeah, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. how I ended up meeting Dylan. He going got there. Going to play at 4th of Washington. Yeah, ah, Dylan Tyler was a legend, baby. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm here, and that's what Wayne was talking about. Oh, he yeah. was an animal. Dylan yeah. Tally would say some crazy stuff to me because I didn't start Dylan. Dylan was all Big Ten, second team, and didn't start for me. He was the eighth man. Think about that for a second. He started at Nebraska and couldn't start for me at Lee. He was the eighth man. All right? He would he would be on, he would be, every time I walked by, he would pull my pant coat and be in the game. You need, one time we were playing, who were we playing? We were losing to somebody. And uh, we, were, we were getting smacked by Bloomfield Tech in the state championship. And he's like, Coach, you need Dylan in the game. I was like, you going to talk about yourself at the third person, oh, baby? He, that's what he said to me. Put him in, God rest the rest of the soul. I put him in the game. He hit like cool three threes. Dylan, but he didn't play no D. His name was Dylan because he didn't play no D. He didn't play no defense whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, man, rest yeah. in peace, Dylan. Amen, man. no doubt. Rest in peace, let's, Dylan. Um, let, let, let's end with this. Your son going to Florida State, bro, in the fall, man. I know that's – I know how you work. I know how I, I know how emotional you are when it comes to the game of basketball. And now you got your son. That you that you bought up, and again, he's fortunate enough to go to Leonard, uh, with Leonard Hamilton and play at Florida State this fall. Um, how did you navigate this whole process, knowing you know the game of basketball, knowing you played the game of basketball, and now you're a father doing all this? And I, I'm I'm always curious to see how uh, basketball dads go about that because it's difficult. 
you know, because from what I see, you know, a lot of people, you know, I was this, you know, so you got to be this, but you got to tweak this and be better at that and A, B, C, D, you know, down the line, you know, how did you navigate this whole process with your son? I didn't let a lot of people blow um, negativity into my son. I kept him around me. I always breathed life into him and breathed success into him and gave him confidence. And I think a lot of coaches coach from a position of fear and a position of um, intimidation. I'm not trying to intimidate you. I want you to be tough. I want you to be aggressive. I want you to be physical. But I want you to also know that comes from like that comes from confidence, right? If you're confident, if somebody would have ever given him confidence, I think he could have been a Division One player. No doubt about it, right? There was, because he could shoot, he had a nice handle, he had good size, he was quick. But no, somebody got to breathe life into that and say, yo, you can play here. Let me put you in a position where you can reach that, right? So I didn't ever let nobody come near my son because mm -hmm. I knew at some point somebody would say, you can't. And I never said you can't. You can do whatever you want to do. But you just got to work at it like that's what you want. So if the, if the expectation is this, I always said to him, if you set this as an expectation or you set this as a goal, you're not meeting the necessary requirements to achieve that goal. And you leave that as that, right? You don't let, you don't breathe, in, you know, inconsistency or you don't breathe, you know, uh, desperation or you don't breathe anything into them. No, no negativity whatsoever. You just got to keep, if that's the expectation, you're not meeting the, ex, you know, the, the necessary steps to meet that expectation. And, and, that, and I always kept that with him, and I never let, like, I let Sam Ryans coach him. I let, um, like, the, the guys that I really let in, like, around my son were people that I, were like my family. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't let no, you didn't ever see no videos of me, my son training with nobody. You don't see him playing with nobody. You don't see, if he's not playing with me, then it was because I kicked his ass out the gym that day, and he can go kick rocks for a couple weeks, and he find somebody to play with in a couple terms that he ain't, and he don't work out with nobody if he's not handpicked by me. I don't let nobody come near him. I don't let no, there's no opinion that's necessary because I've earned that. No disrespect, but my my you know my opinion matters more than you know than you or you or you or you like you know I earned that shit. So they not gonna ask you if they gonna talk to me. They're not asking you. If I'm talking to somebody, they've already I've already had that conversation with the head coach. I don't talk to assistant coaches. Mm. I don't talk to no assistant coaches because assistant mm. coaches don't make decisions. Mm. I talk to head coaches. Because I've been in that, I, I brought guys that were nice, and Coach Black, he ain't ready. Coach, he can do that. You don't play the way I want him to play. Damn, I had to learn that as an assistant coach. So then when I'm in it now as a parent, mm -hmm. like, Coach, my man, I appreciate you. Thank you, though. But you, when you're a head coach, you're going to make a decision mm -hmm. based on what, you know, what you, you know, what you think and the way you want to play. Now you're going to take your staff's opinion, but the guy that's going to make that decision is the head coach, mm -hmm. right? So I didn't really let a lot of people have an opinion on my son. Mm. He played, you know, in the summertime, he trained, he played with me, he trained, he played, went overseas, you know, did stuff over there, did stuff, you know, with, you know, working out over there in Egypt, stuff like that, where I know I'm going to keep him in a very insulated expectation bubble, and everybody that was around him had the same expectations of him, so it wasn't going to be where... I was going to send him to so-and-so, and so-and-so was going to dictate where he played and how, never, never, never. So when, you know, if you have the opportunity to, to, to you know, do that, you, you keep those buffers around your kids 
And if you can create those little bumpers so that way when he bumps into stuff, he's not crashing, he's just bumping off that wall, then, because you don't understand how much maturity goes in to even like graduating high school and by the time you even get the basketball season. Just just that, right? From when you graduate high school, prom, the limo, the getting dressed up, the date, all that, all that bullshit, to October for first day of practice and then like October 28th, 29th, the first game, you are a completely different human being. What's going to happen to you is going to, it's going to fuck your head up because you don't realize that schedule in the day where you got to condition, class, meet with your individual coach, film, individual film, team, individual film, team film, team practice, <laughs> study hall, do your work, and then still have, you know, a social life. They, they don't understand the, what has to go into that, right? So, uh, you know, guys don't realize that that maturity that has to come, you're looking at a kid who's 16 years old and you're expected to make a decision on what he's going to be two and a half years from now. It's unrealistic. So I never let nobody go near him. I never let nobody, you know, have an opinion. Um, and then I, I never, you know, I never breathe or I never put anything into him that wasn't positive. Like, this is your expectation. Um, you know, I wanted him to go to Penn. I'm be honest with you. I wanted him to go to Penn to play for Steve Donahue. That's my guy one of my best friends. I want him to go to play at Penn. You know, uh, Jeremiah wanted to play at Florida State. That's where he wanted to go. <laughs> That's his dream school. He I'm like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you go to, you go to, but mm. you go to Penn, you know, as a young African-American, Egyptian-American, you go to, you know, you Penn, your life is set. I mean, Mia Khalifa down in Florida State. You know what that is? Who? Mia Khalifa. Shout no. out to Mia. Uh, look her up. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. But, you know, obviously Florida State's a great school, great university. But, I, I you know, that's what I was trying to – because, you know, I wanted him to have a fallback that I didn't have or that none of us had. Because, you know, if you, know, you go to those schools, the nepotism and the relationships that you build when you're in school and the fraternity that you belong to is rich and powerful. Um, and as, 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 you know, minorities, we have to sometimes, you know, start to achieve other <coughs> levels of success because there's 400 basketball players that play in the league. Those are the guys that make real money. Outside of that, the, the other, and there are guys that make good money overseas. A lot of my players are having great careers overseas and they're making good money. But the, the, the type of lifestyle that you have when you're playing overseas and then you have to come back here at 38 years old, 37 years old, 40 years old, and try to then find a second career at 40, like it's, it's hard and a lot of guys don't know how to handle that. That's why a lot of times they burn through their money or you, know, you see them and you know, you're like, damn, like, the second part of their life is not as glamorous as the first part of their life because they really devote 90% of their life into a 10-year working career. And now you got to figure out what to do from 40 to 70, and you don't have any trans... Any, what, what's the... What's the... What do you call it? Skill. What's the... Um, what's the... Uh, like, what's the transferable skill that you learned? What can you put on a resume? I can, I can knock down a jump shot? You know what I mean? I can... I can, I can, I know, I know a good decision to make on the break. Like, so I, I was looking at it from a whole life perspective, but you know, honestly, you know, he's six, 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 seven, you know, he's uh, left-handed, but he's ambidextrous. He makes plays at the rim. He, uh, he's got great length, great size for his position. He's, you know, he's always played on the ball. He just grew into the position. So he got a chance to be super explosive. You know, he makes. Better than Omar Cass? Omar, Jeremiah? Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, Jeremiah's got a chance to be really, really good. He's big. Is he better than Omar Cassidy right now? 
right now. No, Omar Caspi was a bad boy, man. Omar Caspi was a monster, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, he ain't. We, we not, I'm not even we gonna set those expectations. No, Omar Jeremiah is gonna be Jeremiah. I think he's gonna be. You know, I think he reminds me of like uh, what's the kid's name that played at Syracuse, that played in the league, Michael Carter Williams. I think he's yeah. Michael Carter Williams. I think he's okay. got. I think he's more athletic than Michael Carter Williams. So he's gonna be Anthony Hardaway. Oh man, that would be a dope guy. Now that you know, he's really athletic. I don't know if you saw him play. I don't know if you saw any film on how he played, but some of the some of the workouts that we do is crazy. And I don't I don't do a lot of the I I film some stuff, but I only put it in pieces where you can see him get better. Okay. So I don't put enough stuff out where you could be like ah, critique it, and it, as you can see where how he's progressed, and I only put stuff out when there's a progression. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when you see something different. Then that's when I post it. I'm like, all right, so then he's added this or he's mm-hmm. added. So then you see the natural, you know, success level or skill level improve, and then that's how you build an athlete. There you go. There you go. But for you, you know, for your, your little ones. My little one? That's the recipe, bro. I'm going a different route. I mean, outside of, you know, who they got to play for in high school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, know, you need to follow. He's got, you got, you got, you got, you got to go to Camden 